Is it picking us up? That it is. All right. Well, welcome to week three of the GNC show. I'm one of your hosts, Justin Gwynn. And I'm Justin. I'm Justin Gwynn too. <laughs> Justin, Justin. Justin no. Square. <laughs> That's what I should have called it. <laughs> J no, Square. Hey, uh, and I'm Joe Cooper. Get that lined up. <laughs> well, if that's any indication, this week will be fun. <laughs> yeah, what a week it was. <laughs> well, let's just start right there, Joe. How was your week? Uh, it was it was a trying week, that's for sure. It's one of those things where you just yeah, think you're prepared for the worst and the worst smacks you in the face and you're not ready for it. <laughs> How about yourself? Oh, basically the same. Um, I texted you there a couple of times, you know, we was getting birds and everything. Monday, just anything that could go wrong did. Mm-hmm. Nothing major that cost a lot of money or anything like right. that. But just time. Oh yeah. And you know, it was it was just one of those days you could have pulled your hair out. Mm-hmm. Tuesday rolls around. It was perfect. Yeah. Everything went smooth, <laughs> felt at peace with everything, you know. Yeah. Wednesday, back to just Everything, anything and everything. Yeah. Thursday was kind of all right, you know, nothing to complain about. And Friday was all kinds of hectic again, you know. Yesterday slowed down, then today's just been one of those today's days. Today's a day. Yeah. But it is what it is, you know. Um, for the most part, I can't complain. No. You know, I mean, just just stuff. Yeah. And I felt like anytime I was trying to get a lot done, I got super swamped with everything going on. So I don't know if that was God just trying to tell me, like, hey, slow down a little bit. Yeah. You know, uh, pay attention to what's going on mm-hmm. around you. And just be in the moment a little bit instead of rushing, rushing, trying to get everything done. Right. Because it really doesn't matter. Yeah, in the grand scheme yeah, of things. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, but that's that's just a, just on how, how mine went this week. Um, I mean, I think that's the everyday life of a dad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, like you said, you have one day that's all hectic, you have another day that's pretty good, and then the chaos ensues, and maybe a little less. Yeah, it's it's been, it's a, a challenge for us now, we're getting used to mom not being home. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's at uh, work at nights now. Yeah. So, I mean, she sleeps all day when she's home, and whenever, of course, then at night she's gone. But, uh, I mean, that really didn't have anything to do with the chaos of it, and sometimes you feel like a single parent, but mm-hmm. that's what it is. This was best for us for right now. So the chaos is just you. You sometimes forget that there's more than just you to take care of. And I'm not trying to say that I'm gonna leave my kids in the car. <laughs> Barely <laughs> your shoe back there, so you're not gonna get it. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's just one of those things where you really expect. That everything is going how you think God wants it when it's really how you want it to be. Mm-hmm. And whenever you think it's going good and you have handled it, quote unquote, then it just goes nuts. Yeah, <laughs> I understand that. That's that's how I was. I, I, I woke up, had a plan, you know, for everything. Yeah. And just from the start, it wasn't going how I should have. And for the most part, I think I did a pretty good job of still being thankful, right. you know, and looking at things, you know, with glass half full. Yeah. But I was still getting irritated. 
Oh, yeah. You know? And then the next day is just, you know, I, I text you. We were exchanging texts. And I said, oh, I just felt his presence, felt at peace all, right. all day long, you know? And so maybe what I did do all right one day, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, um, I mean, it's just, it's summertime. Okay. It just, I just got so, my mind's running 97 miles an hour every which direction. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. This week was a little bit of a blur. Last week I felt like just drug on and on and on and yeah. on. And this one, I woke yeah. up and went from Monday to Friday or yeah, Monday to day. Sunday real quick. And <laughs> I don't even remember sleeping. <laughs> but um, a few things that I was trying, that I mentioned last week that I was going to try to do better on. Um, I did better at my quiet time. You know, Good. I told you I got back into yeah. uh, the swing of things with the chickens and yeah. everything like that. So I was able to do that. Um, I still, even with having the quiet time, I didn't feel like I was doing the praying I needed to at night. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, that is when my quiet time right. is, but I mean, I don't, I don't know how to, yeah. And so I don't know if that is necessarily a bad thing because I felt like even when I was rushed and everything was going on I was still thankful right so I don't know if I was kind of more along the lines of like in the continual prayer and thanks right thing. but then looking back at this week which I tried to do last night uh, and it's just like well I don't you know actually feel like I sat down right and and prayed you know and so that. I feel like I need to work on that again this week. You know, I got got the quiet time, got in the Bible, but mm-hmm. as far as you know, sitting down and and praying, I just don't feel like I did a good job of that this week. I mean, that's an area that I'm always I have to get into the habit of that because I'll get on fire for it and do it for a week, mm-hmm. and then next week it'll be a couple days, and then the week after that maybe a day. And the next thing I know, I don't have quiet time anymore. Yeah. And I'm not studying as much as I should mm-hmm. or at all. And you start want, you start to let the things that you want to do get in the way of what you should be doing. Yeah. And, I mean, I told you last week I'm a huge procrastinator, so that's, that's a huge fault of my own. But it's one of those things where... I mean, to justify it, you know, I always say, well, I do my best work whenever I... I've got five minutes to get it done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I Under hate pressure. it. <laughs> yeah, I, my stress level. I'm sure my blood pressure will pay you know in the long run, but at the same time, it's not it's not okay. It's not okay to just keep putting things off because you put off the important things and you're gonna miss out for mm-hmm. sure. And uh, yeah, I gotta get to where I have a quiet time because I get too wrapped up in life, and then I'm one of those Christians who just goes to God when he needs something and I hate that I hate that I find myself doing that but I do it less regularly now now I feel like I'm more thankful for the things that I have and the things that he has blessed me with I have to take that into account and I should have been taking that into account a long time ago but now I see that okay hey you still got you still got a roof over your head you still mm-hmm. have food it might be it might be ramen noodles that you've had for a week now but you still got something in your belly your kids are still taken care of i mean he is looking out for us in the long run mm-hmm. it, i mean 
I don't necessarily need a steak dinner every night, but you know, some steak every now and then would be nice. But no, to get beyond that, I mean, we had a good week as far as the the blessings that in our part of the country for sure needs. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've been begging for rain forever, yes. and to finally see the skies open up and rain down. I don't know. I'm not sure how much you got. But you said you rained a couple of times your house. Yeah. Um, as far as yesterday, we got an inch yesterday. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. so we got a good rain. See, yeah, I don't even have a rain gauge because, yeah. but well, I mean, I, I don't farm or anything. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never anybody ask me how much rain I got. I really don't know. I've got a lot. <laughs> Ground is pretty moist, today, yeah. you know. And But that's good. Mm-hmm. I knew my yard needed it, and I know the farmers around me needed it. And yeah. the ponds were getting dried up, and creek, you know, it was starting to get low. So, the rain is especially, you know, okay. definitely a blessing. And, that is definitely an answered prayer. And to say that, you know, for people to mock it, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you looked at any forecast in, for our area, they weren't calling for rain forever. So, yeah, God was like, I'll give you some relief. Here you mm-hmm. go. It's okay. Just remember that when you turn to me, I've got it. I mean, it puts, you in, it puts it in perspective because... Uh, isn't I'm not sure of the verse, but it's like even the swallow knows mm-hmm. that yeah. he, you know he's taken care of. So or the sparrow, not the yeah. swallow, but still, yeah. you know they're taken care of. So why shouldn't we? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're more more important than the sparrow in yeah. in a sense. So there's no need for us to worry about the you know little things, especially about what tomorrow may hold, because we don't even know if we're guaranteed tomorrow. So. Yeah. <laughs> Well, one of the notes I had wrote down this week, because I did write a few notes nice. on how my week went, even with as chaotic as it was. Last thing I wrote was, you can be thankful in every position. Oh, yeah. You know? And so that's with the rain. That's with anything. Yeah. You know? Um, with as much as we got going on, I still was never late to anything. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. I made all the time I needed to. Yeah. I just didn't have any extra time. <laughs> you know? It was and on time. Yes. Before time. <laughs> and, I mean, we got all the hay hauled in that we needed mm-hmm. to. Um, it's now rained a little bit, yeah. so maybe that will help. Absolutely. Um, we got all the chickens back in. Now I can get back in the routine and the quiet time and everything. So, really, what was there for me to fuss about yeah. this week when everything was going yeah. 90 mile an hour? <laughs> because now... It, it might this week, you know, it might still, something might come up, yeah. you know, and it'd be crazy. Um, but it's back to how I'm used to it. I can get back in the swing of things. And for that, I'm thankful. Oh, yeah, you absolutely. Um, something else I had wrote down was uh, trying to uh, leave a legacy. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, I don't know why that popped in my mind today or this past week, right? but it did. And it was in one of those times I was busy, mm-hmm. you know, and it just kind of went off like a light bulb. And I mean, I don't know how exactly I would like to do that, mm-hmm. whether that's just, you know, my girls looking to find a husband, you know, mm-hmm. that treats them as well as what I'm trying to treat their mother or how I've treated them, Mm -hmm. you know? And so that's kind of my first goal as far as that. And then we have kind of touched, you know, about uh, our backgrounds and stuff. And 
you know, wanting our kids to be better off than what we were, mm-hmm. you know. But yet again, I want to do that, but not so much they're spoiled right. rats, exactly. <laughs> you know, and yeah. that they can they can grow on that. Yeah. And so, what are your thoughts on? on well, that? yeah, getting to the legacy thing, I think as a world a worldly view of a legacy. Uh, sometimes means what's next in, as far as the namesake is concerned. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people can, you know, they associate that with, you know, you having a son. Mm-hmm. And oddly enough, that was my view for a long time was I, I wanted a son not just because, you know, I didn't want to be the only male in the house, but mm-hmm. to have, you know, to be able to pass things on to a boy and mm-hmm. to teach a, a boy to become a respectable man and to want him to be, you know, an outstanding member of society. So, and obviously to carry on your name. Mm. And forever that was, you know, it kind of haunted me because three girls in a row, I was like, oh, maybe I'm not going to have a son. Maybe God doesn't want me to have a son. And then you really have to think, well, maybe you don't need to have a son to have a legacy. What you can teach your girls Mm -hmm is just as important as what you can teach your son. You can teach your girls what to look for in a husband, what to look for in a life partner as far as being, you know, getting married and moving on. So, and you can teach them how they should be, how a man should treat a woman. It shouldn't be how, you know, they shouldn't learn the things from TV because TV is going to be wrong or what they read in books or magazines and stuff like that. They need an example at home. They need to see it firsthand, you know, a dad loving their mother and treating their mother with respect. And they need to see that. They need to see the love and the respect that's there. They don't need to see everything, but they can get the idea of, okay, this is what how a man should treat me. He should open the doors for me. He should talk politely to me. There's no reason for him to yell at me or to touch me and, you know, to hit me or anything like that. That's inexcusable. Mm -hmm. And as a a dad, that's our, our, our responsibility to teach them that that's not okay. You know, you want, I want you to see me holding your mom's hand or giving her a hug or even a kiss in the kitchen or, you know, playful things. Yeah. But they don't need, you know, the hate. The world will, <laughs> will show them hate. Exactly. We need to be able to be there to show them love. Yeah, uh, that's exactly what I was thinking. And, you know, we're in the process of going back and forth on whether or not we want to have any more kids. Right. And the longer these two fight with each other, the more we're thinking we're done. You know? And I'm, I gave that a little bit of thought, but I mean, I think Casey's more uneasy with it than right. I am. Yeah. I'm pretty content with yeah. having two girls. I mean, if God wants me to have a son, then we'll either have one as a, you know, I don't want to say an accident because no. I don't think there are accidents. No, absolutely. But, you know, if we were meant to have a son, then whether we go through the process of trying not to have kids, we'll wind up with one. Right. Or, who knows, maybe down the road he might lead us towards adoption. Absolutely. I mean, there's lots of families that, you know, need need that. Right. And there's lots of opportunity for that. And I wouldn't be here today without it because my dad is adopted. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, so I'm perfectly fine with that too. Absolutely. And I'm just going to, you know, 
oh, yeah. go with it. You know, I mean, if, if it comes up, it comes up. If yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't. You know, and as far as leaving my legacy with Casey and everything, um, I have seen it firsthand where before Grandma died, her and Grandpa had been married uh, seventy-two years. Oh wow! I got married when they were seventeen. <laughs> you know, and. Uh, uh, grandma died in November and May it would have been 73 years yeah. you know and just seeing that right. you know and I hated to see it in the hospital mm-hmm. but you could just tell how much she meant to grandpa yeah. you know I mean every five minutes he was fixing her hair he was checking her hand he was pulling the covers up on her mm-hmm. you know and when uh, we did take her off everything and just let her breathe on her own. And they said they didn't know if it'd be, you know, minutes, hours, days, weeks, you know, kind of thing. And uh, he just kept kissing her hand saying, you know, I don't want to let you go. I don't want to let you go, you know, kind of thing. And, you know, just, just to see that. Because, I mean, growing up, it's your grandma and grandpa. You really don't see no, that, right. you know. Um, but to see that and then Tuesday... Is my mom and dad's anniversary, and they'll have been married 37 years. Cool. You know, and so uh, they got married when mom was 17. Right. So dad was a year older. But so I've been around that, and I really want the girls to see that in us too. You know, that you can find someone and continue on. But, you know, so that's what I want them to see because that's becoming the, you know. It's too normal. Yes. And, you know, as far as all that goes, it's really just staying within God's line. Yeah. You know, being the head of the household, you know, and taking care of your family. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it, Joshua? Uh, I can't think of it. As for me and my, mm-hmm. yeah. As for me and my household, yep. we will serve the Lord. Yep. You know, we have that hanging mm-hmm. up inside when we walk in the door. You know, and that never really hit me until we had kids. Oh yeah. You know, and now I look at that, it's just like, yeah, yep. we are going to, yep. you know, serve the Lord. Yeah, the, you know, being together seventy plus years mm-hmm. or thirty plus years—that's unheard of. Anymore. Yeah. And that's unfortunate. I mean, I'm a product of not only a, a separated home, but um, my parents were even together. It was just, you know, mm-hmm. conceived out of wedlock. And then I didn't even meet my dad till I was 13. So, I mean, and I'm not knocking necessarily anybody that was in my life, but I didn't necessarily have the greatest role models of what I should be. <laughs> I had a lot of examples of what I shouldn't be. Yeah, <laughs> and sometimes that's all you need. Absolutely, it was a driving force. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, in a sense, it kind of made me realize that, you know, it gave me the respect that I needed to see that that I needed to show, like my wife, my future wife, and uh, you know, living with my grandparents, it was different. Obviously, I saw the love there, and I saw the, the way I should be brought up. You know, I did get that example was good, mm-hmm. um, but not even 
you know, I didn't even see my dad's parents, my other grandparents, until I was 13. I mean, when I was first born, I think there's a story going around that I went and was there for Christmas or I may have seen him a couple times when I was a small baby, but nothing that I can remember. Yeah. So I didn't see him until I was 13 and I didn't, unfortunately, didn't have the relationship that I would have liked to have had. But knowing that, my grandfather was amazing to me, even though he had never seen me, you know, whenever I was around him, he was like, I was always one of the grandkids. I was always there. It was not a big deal. And my grandma did too, but you know what I I mean? And then whenever he passed away and watching him go through cancer and everything, it was like, you know, how's grandma going to take this? Because grandma was always stronger, you know, gave a stronger presence about her. And, but to see her uh, taking care of him in the same way, it was always kind of funny to be around whenever they were both healthy because it was a kind of a, you know, a little bit of banter, nothing, you know, just kind of pick at each other. Nothing, you know, it was all in fun. But to see her taking care of him in his last days and seeing that, you could really see it was like, oh, okay, I get it. You know, the light bulb, there is love, the love is there. Mm-hmm. And it has always been there and it was never going to go away. And even in the times when it was, the you know, in sickness and health, I mean, you have to lift them up, you have to be there. And that you saw it, I mean, you just see it. And those are things, you know, you don't get that all the time in today's world. And to leave that kind of idea or that knowledge for our girls and my, you know, future son, if you have one, for my son, our children, yeah. you know, to give that in their place that in their minds and say, this is what God views marriage as and views your future as. This is what he has in store for you. Find the right person. Mm-hmm. He's out, he or she is out there for you. Find them. God will direct them to you. Pray about it and pray about it and pray about it. 100%. You know, they see that, they'll get it in their head. They'll have that strong foundation. The legacy will go on. They'll see that, oh, mom and dad lasted. <laughs> I don't know if I want to go 70 years, not with the same wife. I just don't know if I'll be alive. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> My health will probably not be that good, mm-hmm. you know, as far as health is concerned. But, you know, if I'm alive in, uh, yeah, 50 more years than, or 40 more years, great. You know, hopefully the girls and all my children will be able to see that dad and mom were happy their whole lives and they were happy together and they made each other happy. They got through these tough times that we're having now and they got through the good times, you know, mm-hmm. just to have that in their minds that says, don't give up. <laughs> to, <laughs> today it's too easy to be like, you know what, I'm done and walk away. Yeah. And that's not what it's meant to be. No, it's not. And that's a good segue into the other thing I had wrote down, finishing well. Nice. You know, and uh, you th- I have wrote down, never too late or early to focus on finishing well. Oh, yeah. Spiritually, relationships, or financially, you know. And I think that people don't take that into consideration. You know, we're in a time where I wouldn't say that everyone's 
judging, but everyone has the ability to put their opinion out there with no consequence. Mm, right. And so they'll say whatever they want to say because there's no threat of anything happening mm-hmm. to them. And that changes everything to being mean-spirited mm-hmm. and everything like that. And so people don't really get the response that they should. Right. Because just because you have done something, you know, doesn't mean you can't learn from that right. and change and go on. And, you know, that's the main thing with salvation, you know. Yes, you want to get saved so you can go to heaven, but most people aren't changing. Right. Uh, we watched a movie last night, uh, A Case for God, I uh, think. I think so, yeah. I think it's the name yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, one of the quotes in that movie I really liked, it said, uh, when you came to your salvation, did you uh, add Jesus or did you submit to him? Hmm. And that, you know, really struck home with me. Oh, absolutely. Because how many people do you know who will say, yeah, I was saved and yeah, Jesus this and Jesus that, but how many of them can you actually see a change right. in their life? And I fall under that category too. I mean, um, there for a while, yeah, I changed, but then I let the world take over, mm-hmm. you know, somewhere between 16 and, you know, right. 22, 23, you know, I, I mean, yeah, I, I was, I had my, uh, fire insurance, mm-hmm. you know, but I wasn't living like I, right. I should be. And then as soon as we got back to coming here, you know, and I really realized what you were supposed to do as a disciple of Christ. Mm-hmm. It really opened my eyes to everything, yeah. you know, just how people act or talk or, you know, just go about their business. Right. And it's amazing at how many people claim to be Christians, mm-hmm. you know, and I know, uh, it says not to judge, but you're also supposed to hold your brothers accountable. Absolutely. You know, and so that can be taken out of context either way. Mm -hmm. And I mean, if you really are saved, I feel like then you should be trying to live a certain way. You're not gonna be No, nobody's perfect. Um, Everyone sins, you know, Mm -hmm. even if you even if you are saved, yeah, you're going to continue. Exactly. Um, you may not sin the same way, but you do sin. And you might have sins that are sticking with you harder mm-hmm. than other ones, but I feel like as long as you're trying every day, absolutely, then you know you're a work in progress. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what he wants out of us, and that's what makes him happy to see us trying. Right. And. I don't know about you, but I have my own inner demons that I struggle with and stuff. And every day, it's almost like a broken record. <laughs> and then, you know, I'll read something and I'll feel about, you know, yep. two inches tall. And then I'll read something else and I feel all right. Yeah. You know? And so I really feel like. 
people just get the wrong, you know, rap for yes. that. Yeah. Because, like I said, everyone can be so judgmental without having any, and I think they should to a point. Oh, absolutely. But then again, you got to take it in the context that it's with. Yes. And so, I don't know where I'm going with that. Well, I feel like, you know, as Christians, we should be, well, as Christians, we should be transparent. Mm-hmm. Everybody should see who we are, all yeah. of us. I mean, to get to the point of uh, people play, putting something out there that's mean-spirited or you know, they don't have the consequences of, this is kind of a downfall of social media, in my opinion. Yeah. People put their opinion out there and don't care, send. I don't care who sends it. All you know, whatever. This is my opinion. Well, unfortunately, that's not how you know. That's not always the best thing. I agree that we should be transparent. And people should be able to see us for who we really are. And in my opinion, and also in my opinion, if we are a Christian and a true have truly accepted Christ then everything should be out there for anybody anyway. Because if I'm in fellowship with other Christians, I shouldn't be afraid of how they're judging me. I mean, you and I you know, have gone through this process now for three or four weeks of being able to talk back and forth. And I feel like, this is me, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I got my, you know, my downfalls, my, you know, demons that I've had to I deal with. But... You can take me for all that I am, including my Christianity, but also my sin with that. And you can either, you know, hopefully, you can kind of hold me accountable and be like, hey, dude, you, how can I help you get over this? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, that kind of needs to be the point of uh, fellowship and having accountability partners Absolutely. or whatever. You know, like, hey, you could be anything. You know, I have a, a problem with you know, pornography or something like that. You know, hey, can you please pray for me for this? You know, give me some tips or, and I'm not saying, you know, that, you know, how to get over pornography or anything like that, but praying is a huge step. And for me to admit to you that I have a problem in a certain area. That's a huge step. That's a bigger, yeah, to a degree, maybe even a bigger step. Because now I'm confessing, hey, I have a huge problem and I just... I'm trying, and I've tried by myself, and I've tried by myself, and I've prayed by myself, and it's just, you know, I don't know what it is. It's just hanging on. I can't get over it. You know, can you pray with me? Yeah. Or pray over me. Yeah. You know, even better. Pray together. Pray together. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we shouldn't lead, lead defeated lives because mm-hmm. we already know who wins. Exactly. So if we're a Christian and we're getting hung up on things, we. It's because we we're living defeated. Mm-hmm. We have to know that we can get over it as long as we confess it and you know turn one eighty, you know repent of it. God's already forgot about it. Yeah, He's already like, what's your deal? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I've already <laughs> come on, come to death because I got this. <laughs> I mean, even in the scripture, Jesus was tempted. Yeah, you know, and how to defeat him with scripture exactly, and with prayer, mm-hmm. you know, and so that's if he's tempted, and he was perfect, you know, and the sacrificial lamb. What can we expect? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what can we expect out of each other? Mm-hmm. You know, we're gonna fail just as, just like anyone yes. else, but the thing is, trying to 
get better each and every day. Yeah. You know, not fail as much. Yeah, exactly. You know, baby um, steps. I have I have a couple of things wrote on my uh, my mirror in my bathroom that I read every day, and one of them is one percent better. Yeah. You know, if you can just get one percent better in one aspect of something, right? Every day, sooner or later, you're, that's going to start adding up. Mm-hmm. You know, and before long, you'll have some points on your side. That's why I tell kids. <laughs> that's that's all that we can do. Mm-hmm. You know, is try each and every day to be in His Word, be in His presence, see Him, and try to do what he's leading us to do right um, because you never know if you're the only thing someone's going to see Absolutely. that can even lead them to you know Jesus mm-hmm. um, you know or someone might have been burnt on another you know Christian mm-hmm. that you know says they're a Christian but really isn't living like they should and so if they see how you're behaving and acting and living that could change someone's mind that could you know uh, get them interested Mm -hmm. and lead to questions and you know maybe we never even notice it but we planted a seed that maybe someone down the road is going to water and then somebody else will harvest And that's what I really feel like this podcast right here is going to be good for, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, Yeah, it's me and you talking, but I really want it to be God talking through us. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're just your average old, you know. Joes. Exactly. (laughs) More so than not. (laughs) And, uh, you know, we struggle. We have our own downfalls we have good days we have bad days but we're trying to reach other people and let them understand that you know you're not alone Mm -hmm. this is what God is leading us to do yep and if you have any questions reach out to somebody reach out to us yeah you know um I don't know that we We'll be able to answer anything, no, no. but we can pray on it. We can try. We can ask questions. Of um, we can ask somebody else. Yeah. Uh, God can give us the answers. Exactly. I mean, look what He did. You know, for the uh, for the uh, disciples. Yeah. You know, and like we had talked. I don't know if it was last week or the week before about. You know, if our faith is strong enough, we will see more of Him. Mm-hmm. And I think the only thing that can really stop our faith from growing doing this is to stop doing it. Yeah. Because all it's doing for me is tr- drawing me closer and pointing out what I'm doing wrong. Right. And what I need to work on. And I'm going to be doing that for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. So why not talk to you mm-hmm. about it and get it out there so maybe someone who has the same problem as me or you knows they're not alone Mm -hmm. and knows that well it's all right Mm -hmm. i'm trying i'm struggling but i'm trying Mm -hmm. i'm headed in the right direction but some days it's one step forward five steps backwards you know life of a christian isn't all sunshine and rainbows that's for that's for sure exactly yet 
in like you had touched on, he doesn't want us to live defeated lives. Right. He wants the best for us, but we also need to. We also need to. Uh, geez, someone's crying. Uh, we also need to be able to. I don't know. Live victoriously. I know what we're go. talking okay. about. Uh, living defeated lives. Yes. Back to that. But yeah. Uh, and for us, or even anybody that's being a called and being discipled or being a, you know that life to somebody, you we cannot expect to see the reward. That's not for us. No. We should know that whatever we're doing, this included, yeah. is for a greater purpose. Mm-hmm. It's for God to work out. He'll deal with whoever is hearing this, or if he brings somebody to us, or if he brings somebody to anybody, anybody that's Christian, you know, he will deal with the end result. Mm-hmm. But we cannot get it in our heads that it's all that it all falls on us. He will give us the tools. Mm-hmm. He'll give us the ability to to speak or to guide, direct, however we need to help anybody. But we can't expect to see an immediate uh, reward because if we see the rewards here, there are no rewards in heaven. Exactly. So I mean, we should just expect to go out there and do what He's t- asking us to do without without reward, mm-hmm. without any kind of payoff, because. Again, we could just be the seed planner, mm-hmm. and it could be 10, 15 years down the road that somebody else sees the, the product, you know, reaps what we have sown, mm-hmm. and we may never. Exactly. That's okay. And with this, you know, technology nowadays and this going out, there's no telling how many people yeah. it could potentially reach for how many years. Yeah. You know, um, because once we get this going, yeah. you know, years and years and years, as long as it's the internet is still available, yeah. you know, someone somewhere will be able to listen to this. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know about you, but that makes me feel like I'm trying to disciple. Right. You know, I didn't ever see a whole lot of people when we when I was just farming but now that I have the gym Mm -hmm. you know I see more people and so I feel like uh, I'm doing a good job of trying to portray what I think God would have me to portray you know but I also not the best at speaking to somebody out of bounds (laughs) for it you know but sitting here talking to you, um, I'm comfortable with yeah. it. And then if somebody wants to listen to it, they can. And, you know, I can tell the people that I feel led to at the gym, hey, I have a podcast with a buddy from church. Here it is. Give it a listen. Tell me what you think. Yeah. You know, just use it as that. And maybe it plants a seed, maybe it doesn't. But... Isn't that our job just to reach out to somebody? Absolutely. It's not necessarily, you know, to grab them by the toes and drag them back with us. <laughs> right, right. You know, but I'm I'm excited to see where this goes. Yeah. I mean, 
again, it's just one of those things that we have to put out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it feels like we should be putting it out there. The way that it all came together, the way that it just continues. I mean, we didn't have anything yeah. into into today, and we've talked, and God has given us the the ideas. We might have had some, like you said, you took some notes, but mm-hmm. we've been God has been able to expand this conversation beyond what we thought that it could be. Exactly. I mean, if it's not, even if we reach one person, it's it's totally worth it. Yeah, if it reaches one person, you know, and I mean, we're not getting anything out of this. No, you know, good conversation. Exactly, <laughs> and so I mean, it's ours. It's real. Yeah. It's down to earth, mm-hmm. and you know, it's going to go as far as God's going to take it. Absolutely. And I'm excited to see where that goes. I mean, that's the legacy He's left. Mm-hmm. I mean, once we accepted that gift of salvation, we accepted His legacy. Yeah. And I mean, that's been passed down for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. So I mean, anybody that takes that gift of salvation, they have something to look forward to. They have, you know, the ability to look back and be like. You know, I got right with God. I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know, my salvation is my legacy. Hopefully, I can show my salvation to others, and that legacy will continue. Not only does it fall on to our children and everything else, it can go to our friends, their children, you know, parents. Yeah. Even parents, you know. Uh, oddly enough, you know, sometimes it's the kids who get right, and then exactly. the kids are like, or then the parents are hey, you know, what do you do? Mm-hmm. What, what's going on? What's different in your life? And, you know, the kids can direct them to God and show them the gift of salvation through, you know, obviously we're not saving anybody, but mm-hmm. we can get them to God and God can save them. Be like, you know, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> I brought you another, you know, another kid. So yeah. save them. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's, that's what he's there for. He needs the opportunity to reach somebody mm-hmm. but he needs somebody to get it there right. you know and I'm really trying to do what Paul says every week you know where you you just pray on if there's somebody you need to mm-hmm. go shake their hand give them a hug just go talk to them you know mm-hmm. because I mean how many times do you just shake every the same people yeah. and say good morning how are you and everyone's like good how are you yeah you know, but how many times do you actually, you know, pay attention and greet somebody that you know you need a degree or ask them how they are? And when they say, oh, I'm good, I'm like, no, how are you? Exactly. You know, and I'm trying to do that with being there at the, the gym too. Right. You know, um, I don't know how that will go, but I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, the, like you said, the best thing you can do is just reach out your hand, shake your hand, mm-hmm. ask how their day is. I mean, it's human nature to be able to look across the room and see who's uncomfortable mm-hmm. or who may not be having the best day or the best week or, you know, especially visitors to a church, you can see when they're not, they're not real sure how to make of everybody. And they are just reaching, you know, they're reaching out to see who unfortunately sometimes you know they're there for the reason of just reaching out for somebody to show them some love maybe they're not getting the love or the attention that they feel that they need somewhere else and once they see that they can be loved in church they'll see that God loves them 
and that the love that the people are showing them comes from God. It's nothing that we that we have ourselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, you're right. The best you can do is just go up to them and just start a conversation. Um, you know, guys like me, I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm the guy. Yeah, I'm good. Get out of here. <laughs> right. But I mean, you can do that. I mean, how many times have you thought I should text so and so? You know, and then when you do it, most time I was thinking about you too, or hey, I was going through this. You know, thanks for the text and this and that. Um, I mean, we did it talking about that podcast. You know, I texted like, hey, I'm fixing to to slow down. You know, selling birds and everything. You want to do that podcast? And you replied in like thirty seconds. (laughs) I was just thinking about texting you. You know, and so when you get those seeds planted in your head, that's. Yeah. That's God trying to get you to reach out to somebody. And, and, you know, it might just be to say hi to an old friend. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because that might be all they needed that day. Mm-hmm. Hear from somebody that is thinking about them. Mm-hmm. Just to know that somebody's thinking about them. Sometimes, I mean, uh, I mean, you just kind of see that anywhere. People are always looking for a connection with something to be connected. So, I mean... If they can get hooked up with God, what better way to, you know, to be hooked up? Right. <laughs> exactly. Well, we're right at about the 45-minute mark. I think we'll call that good for the week. Sounds good. Not too bad for having nothing, right? Right. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for this week. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Have a good week.